interiority is something that is so important to me because I was bred in obscurity. Um, my my self-love journey was formed in spite of being rejected by lots of people that I cared about. You know, I, I think I was shaped, curated by that obscurity. Lots of my formative moments, experiences and thoughts were shared by me and me alone. Lots of my growth and blooming and shame was witnessed by me and me alone. I remember, um, you know, kind of as a teenager, my mom would have to read my diaries, my journals, to find out what was going on with me, which gross violation of privacy in my perspective, but it just felt like I didn't have language to communicate to others how I was feeling or being in the world and you kind of really had to be in this tight circle of trust for me to even share things and even when you were in that circle of trust there were lots of things that were left unsaid um, because I just really enjoyed that space with myself and enjoyed witnessing myself showing up for myself and knowing that you know, even if no one else got me, I was committed to getting myself. And so with that context, I find that I am in the space in my life where, for better or worse, I am becoming more visible. My work is, ha- is having a wider reach. Um, people are interested in the ways that I move to the world and inspired by the ways that I talk about myself and talk about the world and so as I continue to grow in this way it's been even more important to come back to this rich and robust space that is just for me. The question I ask myself often is what is for me? What are the experiences? What are the um, spaces? What are the questions? What are the answers? What are the solutions? What do I ruminate on that has no benefit to anyone else except me? And I think having a clear understanding of what interiority means to me, what my internal world feels like, enhances me as a creative, as someone who considers herself a philosopher and um, a problem solver. It is in this space alone, it is in this space with my closest relationships that I can wrestle with ideas, that I can wrestle with the things that I'm learning. But it's also in the space that I can like be and rest and not have to prove anything to myself and to other people. This space feels rich. This space feels kind. And it just feels very expansive. You know, I I think that one of the things that I love about being in my bubble, being in my internal world, is 
that that space just doesn't necessarily care about the rules. That me in that space doesn't necessarily care about the rules. She just kind of is. And I appreciate that a lot. And external, the ways that I present to the world can sometimes feel very polished. Not calculating, but calculated and measured sometimes not as measured as i would like to be i think i sometimes can be measured and goal oriented um my cousin and i have a joke about curated vulnerability i think for for a really long time and often my vulnerability is very curated and very measured and so it's important for me to yes be honest in external spaces but also to know that the the ways that i'm honest in external spaces is not the complete picture and so continuing to check in with myself to make sure that the transparency the full openness because Honesty doesn't necessarily mean openness, doesn't necessarily mean transparency. So having to be fully present with myself to make sure that the transparency and the openness actually does exist within me and that radical honesty does exist within me requires lots of space and time and an investment in my own interior world. I think of kind of these feelings that we have connecting my interior world, right? My interior world is very feelings-based, um, very questions-based, but also very feelings-based. So I often ask myself things like, why are we feeling this in this moment? What is behind the feeling? Which requires me to pay attention to a lot of my feelings and the ways that my feelings but I think of feelings as being the language of the soul. So being able to intuit what we're trying to feel, much like if you are hungry, you've been hungry for a lot of your life, so you know what hunger feels like on an intuitive level, but also being able to understand what my feelings are trying to communicate to me about the state of my soul on an intuitive level. When I feel anger, is behind the anger what am I actually angry about and I feel sadness how do I wear it how does it show up when I feel joy passion excitement what drives them who provides those feelings what is the source Those are some things that happen in my interior world. And so I want to share a story, something that I talked about on, I've only talked about it for, in an essay I wrote for the brand for women who wore. Um, in the second issue, it's all about power. I wrote about my decision to leave Facebook. 
and how that was actually one of the most powerful decisions I could make for myself, even though it felt like self-erasure at the time. And so, I just want to share how that decision and what the, the thought process that was connected to that was really all about wanting to invest more in my own internal world. You know, two years ago now, I guess a year and a half ago now, I had a 3,000 friend Facebook account um, within maybe like 12 or 13 Facebook groups that were actually really great groups I really enjoyed participating in. And pulled the plug on all of that after a month-long decision to take a break, take a step away forever, permanently delete my account to where it can never be reactivated. It's gone. I don't exist on the surface anymore. I decided to pull the plug on all of it because I felt like I had created this space where I was hyper-visible and because it was there and because it just required so much to continue to feed it and people kept expecting that you continue to feed it and I had grown dependence to continuing to feed it. I had less space to be with myself. I had less um, motivations and a lot of what I was thinking was to share, not just to sit and ruminate. And so yeah, I decided to pull the plug on it. And you know, I still have an Instagram, I still have a Twitter, but in removing myself from this platform that for me had become a way that I was dependent on sharing myself, giving myself, being seen, curating myself. It gave me so much more space to sit with myself, to meet myself with radical honesty, and to be gentle with myself, to be gentle with my process, and not just look for outcomes to share out, to ruminate in my process, and to give myself time. So I hope the philosophy that gets through through all of these thoughts in some way is that our internal world matters it's important it's not always celebrated it's not always encouraged there's not always space for it but this internal space that is so rich so full so juicy deserves to be invested in Thank you for listening. If you liked the podcast, please rate, subscribe, send me a message. And I look forward to sharing some more on the next episode.